Welcome to IVCC's podcast. My name is Crystal Crady. I'm the Administrative Assistant for Student Services. Today I have a guest host with me, Quentin Overrocker, who is the Director of Admissions, Records, and Transfer Services. Thanks for being here today, Quentin. Thanks for having me, Crystal. I'm excited about this. Today's podcast is going to be about the obstacles that non-traditional students might face. So I'm going to let Quentin go ahead and dive into some questions. Thanks, Crystal. So our non-traditional students have unique experiences and challenges. So as a non-traditional student, Crystal, I'd like to hear your story. So what, first of all, what brought you back to IVCC to continue your education? You know, I was a stay-at-home mom for a lot of years, and I realized that I was missing something. I really felt the need to accomplish something for myself. Um, you know, as, as a parent, you make a lot of sacrifices, and I really felt the need to have something that I would be proud of. So my first goal was to get my associate's degree, and I didn't know until I was probably about midway or maybe even a little bit further through my associate's degree what that I even wanted to go on to pursue a bachelor's or what that would look like or where I would be going. Um, but at that point, I, I knew that even beyond IVCC, I had a, more of a drive that I wanted to um, accomplish my bachelor's and, and actually I'll be accomplishing that in May. So, I mean, it is something that is challenging, but is something that non-traditional students can get through. I'm proof of that. Yeah, absolutely. So as a parent myself, I know just how challenging it is just even to feed myself. So I can imagine feeding yourself and working and going back to school. There's a lot to that. So I'd like to hear some of the, you know, some of the challenges that you faced along the way. You know, you don't think about this uh, when you're a traditional age student, you go to class. The hardest part might be getting up in the morning, taking a shower, um, if you do that, <laughs> just throwing on clothes and getting to class. Um, but as a non-traditional student, you know, let's say you have a sick kid. Maybe you were up with them all night, and it doesn't matter. You still have to get to class. It doesn't matter how tired you are. It doesn't matter if you have a deadline. Um, maybe you have a paper due the next day, and you have to stay up until 3 a.m. because, you know, you were busy doing laundry and cleaning the floors and... You know, it's, there's definitely, it's challenging, but it is something that you can get through, and um, support systems definitely are essential, um, and, and that's a challenge. Some people don't have very many supports available, but even for uh, students that can only take one or two classes at a time, even if they can only take an online class, it is something that um, I think you can do if you have the passion to succeed, you will. Yeah, and I, so I would imagine one of those with, with kids and just taking care of, of the house and everything else like that, um, you know, I imagine time management is a huge, huge thing to, to figure out. So can you talk a little bit about that? It definitely is. I mean, you have to really set time aside for yourself. You have to be your own advocate. So m my kids, they would have a certain time that they would have to be in their rooms. And at, at in the evening and I might say okay you can have your electronics until eight o'clock or whatever time it was but I would have to have them in in their rooms at a certain time just so that I wasn't started on my homework at 10 o'clock at night so it's definitely time management is one of those things I mean when I would get a lunch break at work that was spent 
doing homework, reading, whatever it was for class. Um, so it is something that you can do. It's challenging. You have to make a list for most of my time, the whole time I was at IVCC and most of the time while I was doing my bachelor's at ISU, I would print out the course syllabus that has all the deadlines that you need and literally would check it off and check it every day to make sure that I wasn't missing anything. But you definitely have to keep on top of those things, put reminders in your phone and pay attention to all those deadlines that you could easily miss because somebody was up sick <laughs> or whatever it might be. Yeah. So a little bit earlier, you mentioned some of the support services you took advantage of. So what are some of those resources that um, you took advantage of and how did they help you? Well, um, that's kind of twofold. So I'll talk about resources that I used at IVCC, but I'm going to first start with the support system that you need. Um, at home on the other side. So whether you're married or not, um, you may have uh, even a parent, grandparents. I literally even called cousins before and said, okay, I can't miss class. Like it's a test day and my kid's homesick. Can you come and sit for a couple of hours? So, I mean, all the stops are out. You, you do whatever it takes in order to find someone that you can rely on and count on and have a network of people that you feel comfortable with, that you trust, that can help you in those times of need. Uh, as far as at IVCC, there's a lot of resources here as well. The counselors, I mean, they were people that I needed to talk to just to make sure that I was staying on track with my courses but they also were able to kind of give me the extra support I needed as far as this is, you know, this is challenging, it's difficult, just somebody to listen. Um, after that, I mean, I definitely used our peer tutoring. I didn't use it the whole time I was here, and I kind of wish I would have, but when I was in a statistics class, I remember just working on this one problem, and it was taking forever, and I don't know what I was missing. I kept looking at the show me how, but it wasn't working. I was still missing one step. So after trying for two hours, because I'm a very determined person that wants to figure it out for myself, I decided this is ridiculous. There's this free support service available on campus. Why am I not using it? So I went to peer tutoring, and I was only there for five minutes. There was one small step that I was missing that unfortunately made the problem either right or wrong. <laughs> so from that point on, though, I, I learned to utilize those sources resources as I needed them. So Yeah. So you've done some incredible things with, with your time here, uh, taking classes and just doing so well. And I know your time at ISU, you're doing very well in those courses. And you're somebody that, that I look up to, and I think a lot of non-traditional students look up to you as well. So what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about going back to college, but just they just don't know if they're going to be able to, to manage? I would say that if it's so rewarding if you have the desire to get your education then don't let anything stand in your way i mean i really think that if you're if you're determined that you can find things to move the roadblocks out of the way and that's exactly what i did i mean it was it hasn't been an easy road um even with I mean, I've been commuting to ISU since the fall of 2016 and working full time for a good portion of that time um, and also raising a family. I mean, it is difficult. It's challenging, but it's so rewarding in, in, in just a 
couple of months, I'll be done with my bachelor's degree. I mean, that's that's quite an accomplishment. And I, I think that I would hope that I could inspire other people to know that even if they feel like there's challenges, obstacles, roadblocks, that there are support mechanisms in place and that if they're determined, they can do it. Yeah, I think you sum it up best with when I when I look at you, the, the first thing that comes to mind is determination. It's incredible the things that you've done. And I'm really happy that you shared those. And, and any any non-traditional student thinking about coming back should look to Crystal and, and realize that you can do it. And like you had said, you got to be your own advocate, but it's possible. And, and as you said, it it's, I'm sure, incredibly rewarding. Absolutely is, yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing your experience, Crystal. Thank you for being my guest host today. Yeah, it was awesome. Because it's really hard to interview yourself. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you all for listening to the podcast today. Um, There will be another podcast available. Just watch the channel for upcoming podcasts. There's already one out there about peer tutoring. There's one about student involvement on campus. So there's definitely um, more podcasts coming. So just stay tuned to the channel. And if you have any questions in the meantime, feel free to reach out to me and I would be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Thank you so much.